Yeah. Yeah. That's we'll we'll get there. We'll get there, baby oh, birds. Don't worry. And my uh my other eggs. Remember, I said I was gonna make pickled eggs. Yeah. Um, not bad. They're like the brine that I had. I'd had some like spicy pickles, uh-huh. but for some the reason spice. the eggs don't like the spice. So yeah. it's just like a sweet egg. It's it's different. You sound like Swag. right now. You sound like Frank on uh, Always Sunny. Egg. All right, man. Are you ready for a good ass show? I'm ready for a good ass show. Apparently. Yeah. Cool. That's the way I talk. <laughs> All the way up. All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. This is a prehistoric ages in the days of ancient Greece, right down to the Middle Ages. Planet Earth kept going to change, and then no Renaissance came, and tides continued to change. There were always always well, I'm not Malcolm X, but I am Alex. They keep inviting me back because they're dumb. And as always, I'm introduced by the greatest ever do it, that guy right over there. Someone stole all my coffee cups. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I've been mugged. One take Jake back in the saddle again, <laughs> looking as only I can. And we are joined by the third man in the booth, the mouth of the deep south. It's Robin. <laughs> Hey, uh, that was terrible timing to have a great dad joke thrown my way. Uh, I am Robin. I'm here, and I'm eating a Cadbury egg. What's up? Dude, you have a bunch of Cadbury cream eggs. We're going to get to that in a minute. Alex, yeah. tell these people where to find us on all of our social medias. Uh, on Instagram, Red Arrow Productions, find us. Uh, Boom. If, if, you, if you head over to Facebook, Red Arrow Productions, find us. Twitter, Red Arrow Boom. P. Find us. Our favorite. Boom. Ready for this one? This one's new. What's this up? is a new one. It's not new. It's badfacts.info. Oh, got him. <laughs> Boom. Check it out. Uh, we're available everywhere. Podcasts are available. Wherever, you, wherever you're listening right now, you'll be able to listen to the next one there also. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then uh, the sponsor of our show, hey, anchor.fm slash uh, AJ. Check it out. Uh, go back, start at the beginning, but not the real beginning. The Come real in at about episode 30. When the logo changes. Yeah, when the logo changes, that, that's where we we I'd hit the ground 27. running. 27's a good one. Yeah, because at that point we've been at it for about six months, so we kind of found a yeah. group. We stopped having to be totally, completely drunk to talk on a microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's that's how, how I typed a lot helped. of my papers in college. <laughs> Well, that's like that's kind of how the all right man thing began because it's just kind of what I say a lot when I'm drunk. So it was like, all right man, are you ready for a good ass show? Huh? Yeah, straight. Here go, biddies. But Robin, you said that you had uh, some some tasty tasty flavors coming in this week. So I'm gonna throw to you to open up. What what you got for us? So um. As we're probably all aware, I'm older than you guys by, I don't know, at least seven years, seven so. to ten years at least. Okay, so I knew about TikTok for a while. Kids, I teach junior high sometimes, elementary and this and that. The kids will bring up TikTok stuff. I'm like, blah, 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 whatever. I found the TikTok is a 
wormhole, rabbit hole, black hole. It sucked me in, and I've spent hours scrolling through thirst traps for the last week. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, there are so many hot girls. And TikTok, <laughs> I want to thank you because this quarantine would be much more Pornhub than I had intended. <laughs> it's just, man, so many hot girls doing hot girl dances. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, TikTok. Well, a friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine's on TikTok, and she actually got followed by Jack Black the other day. Hey. So. Well, you know, with all our social medias, maybe that's our next one. Put our show on TikTok. Don't stop. Now, look, well, actually, Alex, Alex, don't nobody, like it. Nobody wants to see us try to do hot girl dances. Hey, I, but we don't have to do hot girl dances. There's some funny shit on there. I watched the guy throwing a baseball. Somebody. <laughs> Suck me. That's a great I watched, show. Sorry. I watched a dude throwing a baseball in a barn 102 miles an hour yesterday, and I was like, holy shit. But that's what TikTok does. Like, little short things, like less than a minute, sometimes entertaining, sometimes funny, sometimes you're like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe we should uh, look into it. Well, I I was giving Take a peek-ski. I was a, a, peek, a peek-ski, a look-ski, huh? Um, I was actually given the idea the other day uh, to look into the, the next. Other day. The other day, our, our next sponsor mm. being Zoom and having and just you know mm. all we really want is a free premium, and then shout out Zoom and then we could we could take our video podcast to YouTube and whatnot and, I, and like that's that's pretty much I mean it's kind of weird we're talking about what we want to do with the podcast on the podcast but it's you know mm. it's the state what we do of, the state of the yeah. state of the union as it were. Um. I'll have an administrative Zoom account soon because the school is going to buy one. And they're like, you seem to understand tech stuff most of the time, uh, better than most of us anyway. So we're going to give you one of the administrative licenses. I'm like, go. Cool. See, that's you see, that's where you're in the right place at the right time. I'm, I'm doing that, too, with my company. I, I seem to have the right either skill set or ability to fake it until I make it. Like, yeah. like they asked me if I, if I, I was like, Hey, I can do this video, right? Like I can do spotlight videos for our employees and show them that we appreciate them and whatever. And my boss looks at me and she's like, well, have you ever done anything like this before? And I looked at her and I was like, yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I have. Absolutely. I have. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, okay. And so she, you know, she turned me loose and I'm sitting there. I went through like three or four different programs trying to trying to like get a free crack of different things and like everything keeps getting close and I keep messing it up so it keeps taking longer and longer and I finally find an open source <laughs> program to use and I get it done and I'm like oh yeah I've been waiting to get to put this out for like two weeks now guys like what's up like, <laughs> and, and they're uh... like oh my gosh this is amazing like my boss comes to me and she's like you sound so professional like it's almost like I have a little bit of experience talking into a microphone. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it sounds almost like you have a little bit of experience bullshitting, but same well, thing. You know, it's, it's some from column A, some from column B, you know. There you go. Get in where you fit in, son. Column BS. Hey, column BS is an early leader for the name of the show. There it is. At least, at least it doesn't have fuck in the title this time. <laughs> for now. For now. <laughs> Oh boy! Fucking column BS. Um, <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> it's gonna start 
just going to have my show, The Fuck Show with Alex and Jake. <laughs> the Fuck, I mean, the that's fuck Show with fucking, Alex and Jake. Fucking my show. Fucking, fucking my show fucking with Alex and Jake. Fucking mine. Fucking bitch. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Ooh, man. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know what I was going to – I was going to contribute right there about bullshitting <laughs> your way through things, and then – we tangent well, I got and a, I lost I got a, it. I got a hard. I got a good segue here. Speaking of bullshitting your way through things, the XFL has declared bankruptcy. Oh yeah, they have. Like, and Vince McMahon is taking it in the shorts, man. Like he is losing a lot of street cred and a lot of reputation <laughs> on this thing. I kind of feel like that's not all his fault, though. Yeah, it's really not. But like, he's he's like. Apparently has some people it's back. It's just shit luck. Yeah. I mean, well, that that's that's a whole different thing. But I mean, the timing of it and and the way yeah. it kind of all just went down. Like, what are you gonna do? You know, nobody said in 2018 when he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna start the XFL back up," but then I'm gonna watch out for that fucking quarantine bullshit because they're gonna <laughs> screw me over. Like, you know, he he didn't think that. Nobody did. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. So, so I want to come back to the XFL because the article I, I glanced through made me chuckle a little bit. But I do want to say that um, I call it I call it Trump money because I think that's funny. But this 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 <laughs> coronavirus stimulus check that hey, people are. Oh, yeah, I got that. Today. Yeah, so did right? I. Woo. It's all. Yeah. So what what had happened? What had happened was. It's it's associated to a, whatever account you use to direct deposit your taxes, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? Totally awesome, super convenient. You check your account and you've got one thousand two hundred five dollars and forty seven cents. All of a sudden, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's um, almost exactly how much I had in the bank. Unless uh, at the end of twenty eighteen, you made the adult decision to close your bank account. And moved to a bank who had locations much closer to where you live, so banking became more convenient. And you, not knowing that in two years there was going to be a global pandemic that causes a quarantine of the entire world. You're starting to sound like Vince McMahon yeah, here. I was say, you're sounding like yeah. the XFL of our podcast, Alex. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so The XFL we, they, of our podcast is the name of the episode. That's funny. They uh, – <laughs> The fucking XFL of the of our podcast. <laughs> uh, the the, the uh, we go on to get or what is it? Get my payment or whatever the IRS website where you can check the status and all that stuff. And it says it says hey uh, hey uh, post pre Malone. Don't even worry about it. Money's already sent to this account. And we looked at each other and went, what the fuck account is that? And then it came back to us. Oh. That's the account that we closed two years ago, uh, not realizing that we needed to update the IRS on our account information. Um, so yeah, my, our money's in limbo. It's gonna. It's like they gotta send it and then have the bank tell them n- no, and then get it back. And then Basically probably what I'm dealing with with Amazon and my twenty-one dollars. Only you're doing it with twelve hundred dollars. Times times potentially times two. Oh, it might be twenty four hundred dollars. That's just in 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 limbo. Just this this 
what is it? The purgatory, financial purgatory. I don't know. So that's kind of cool. So yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm doing oh, this thing where it's like I want to get a new phone because I can, and they're like, oh, okay, time to get a new phone. We're gonna waive the activation fees and everything because you can't go into a store, and and they're like. Because you're building your credit, we want you to give us thirty dollars up front before we give you this phone. And I'm kind of, and part of me is like, that's an insultingly low amount. Yeah, it's like it's one thing when they want like a five hundred dollar deposit that you get back in eight months if you pay your bill on time. It's a whole other thing if they're like, we don't trust you thirty dollars enough. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm stuck in the scene like, do I I want to I want to get the new phone, but I don't want to talk to anybody about it. So it's like, do I do I just bite the bullet, pay the thirty dollars and get the phone, and my bill drops by like a dollar a month, or mm -hmm. do I call somebody and say, hey, look, I've been a good customer for a billion years. I've, my phone service has never been shut off. Waive this thirty dollar bullshit, and I'll buy a new phone. Like or. That yeah, one. like because I'm I'm st I'm stuck with that, or I'm like, hey, my lease is up. I'm going to AT and T, boys. I was gonna say you have Verizon, right? No, I have a Sprint who just got purchased by T-Mobile. Oh, gotcha. Huh. Well, okay, send it. Send it. <laughs> send it on over to T-Mobile. <laughs> send it, boys. Send it. That's funny. Yeah, I would. That's the thing. Is it's like. Uh, you make the phone call, right? You get on 1-800-SPRINT-SUCKS-ASS, and then wait you're waiting. Wait minutes. And then you wait for like 10 minutes, and at the 11th minute, you realize this is no longer worth my time, and you hang up. But if you can get somebody on the phone in 10 minutes, then the negotiation becomes worth it. I think you just sit there for 10 minutes. And if you get on, you have the conversation, try to get the $30 waived because it's $30 and they'll definitely waive it. Um, because as we learned at Sykes, signing a new customer costs much more money and time <laughs> and is much harder than continuing your relationship with current customers. I didn't learn that there, but yes, they definitely – I learned that, that from the office. Yeah, I learned, I learned <laughs> that from doing real sales at another company. <laughs> so – they're definitely gonna waive thirty bucks to get you uh, get you to stay, but only if you have to wait on hold for less than ten minutes. Exactly. Other, that's like my. At that's that point, your time is worth more. It's like my tire like, threat. I should have I should have listened to Robin's advice and at the fifteen minute mark just fucking left when it came to the tires. Mm -hmm. I told you. Yeah, it's like well the problem the problem with that was is he caught he he called me as I was leaving the parking lot, like I was pulling out. Uh, he got. I was like ah. All right. Yeah. That's that. It's the science. It's the Scientology man, mentality where they say, hey, hey, you've already invested hey. way hey. too much money in this. You might as well keep going to see if it gets better. That's how it feels being a wrestling it, it fan doesn't. right now. It doesn't. <laughs> Dude, <sighs> like, WrestleMania was OK, but like every time I watch current wrestling, like I'm so glad for like I'm part of the Ruthless podcast. Ruthless pod manscaped. Um, but, at the same, <laughs> but like, because I at least get to watch wrestling with a purpose. I'm like, oh, what's going on in 2003? I need to know because I'm going to do a podcast about it. Because if I had to watch the current direct that's on television every week, I would hate it so much. Like, I tuned in and I'm like, this is so frustrating and so bad and there's no crowd and it sucks. 
and at least in 2003. And Goldberg was, sucks. And Goldberg sucks, and and he's here. Goldberg still. does suck. And he's there in 2003 just... too, but at least people are there letting him know he sucks. <laughs> it was us. It was us. Yeah. We were the people. We were people. We were people letting him know. Uh, that, uh, a mutual acquaintance of Robin and myself wrote like a three-page letter to Goldberg. <laughs> He did about why he hates him and why he sucks. Oh like, god! It's one of the great. And he's like, Wes... it's in my email somewhere. He sent it to me at one point, and I read through uh, this thing. It was hilarious. Classic. Is, was Goldberg like? Is he meant to be a heel and piss people off? No. 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 He's supposed no. to be the good guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So. It, it was funny. I was going to screen cap something and send it in the group chat, but it was one of those days that I had sent like five pictures in a row and nobody was responding. I'm like, well, I don't want to annoy <laughs> the guys. So I feel like Bailey's in our in our group text to just like look at things because I don't think he said anything in months. Well, he says uh, he. No, no, no. Uh, Bales straight smashed his phone in a car door oh. and like oh. he, he just nothing. Oh. Not, Maybe uh, he should call. Uh, sprint and get that new phone. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's just donezo. Like, you, it's that you're like, oh, you had a screen protector, and then you turn the phone on, and you're like, oh, but like the the actual digital part of the screen under the glass, uh-huh. that's, the not, that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. not gonna work see, like at all. I'm super paranoid about that because I went to a house party one night, got really drunk. By the time I got home, my just once. Well, this is what – I'm telling you the story about this one night. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so my keys and my phone were in the same pocket, and this is back in the day of Blackberries um, because uh-uh. those were still definitely kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. They had a window. They had a window. Yeah, I was I was in the window when they were cool. Okay. Um, okay. I had the little touchpad. They were still like, this is the this is the best Blackberry on the market. And like the next phone was the Droid X where I could slide up the screen. Then they like slowly, yeah, weaned, yeah. they slowly weaned me off of keyboards. Like, yep. So they're like, you'll never, you'll never miss a touch with a touch screen. I'm like, bullshit. Ten minutes later, I'm texting and driving. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then swipe texting was invented, and it was all over. Yeah. It, then, then life was much, much easier. I miss the days of being able to text one-handed while driving without having to look, yeah, like the old T9. Man, I used to T9 up and down River Road all the time. I would get text in the middle of the night, open it up, look at it, close my eyes and respond and hit send and just be back to sleep before it was even out. So anyway, I I get sorry Sorry for the T9 tangent. The T9 tangent is a good name. The the fucking T9 tangent. It's um, a new movie. It's the it's the ninth Terminator movie. The fucking T nine tangent. T nine tangent. So I, I end up <laughs> stepping on my pants, you know, taking my pants off because I'm drunk and stepping on them as I'm Naturally. taking them off. And having your keys and your phone in the same pocket is a bad idea when you're trying to do that. So I essentially smashed my phone into my keys and broke it. When I woke up the next day, my little tiny screen was not a screen at all and that's how i ended up with the droid x and then you know that's how i ended up there but it like ever since that point no matter where i am like i'm always super aware of whether or not my keys are in the same pocket as my phone i wonder if george lucas still gets the money for the for for the trademark droid or if that went to disney as well 
Interesting. I forgot about that. Yeah, because Droid, he invented that word. Android. Mm. He didn't invent Android. I don't know. Yeah, he certainly well, didn't invent Android. He's, he's got the trademark on it, though. He might have the droid, trademark. Maybe it's Droid he's got it. Yeah, Droid specifically he, because... It could I mean, just be Droid. Yeah, because do Android yeah, Dream Yeah, that's a Star Wars thing. They do Android Dream Because they always call them Droids. They never call them Androids, yeah. Well, yeah. Only, only like only C-3PO was truly an android. The rest of them are just, yeah, ro- robots. And droid sounds cooler than robot. <laughs> he was a protocol droid. <laughs> These are not the droids He's you're a... looking for. Prove it. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, God. So we're, we're talking about wrestling. And something <laughs> wow. happened to me this week. Oh, I'm sorry. That Oh God! Hard left, hard left back into wrestling. We were just talking about. It's like a soft veer at. Le- I listed got, lazily no, to the left. Oil That's a joke. Somebody. <laughs> I listed lazily to the left. Uh, I so I watched a a, a Vice News. I, I, is it a Vice News documentary? Vice just a TV. Vice documentary. I think it's just Vice. Okay, Vice. Did a a, a a a two part docu series called Chris Benoit Dark Side of the Ring Part One, and then get this super clever follow up title Chris Benoit Dark Side <laughs> of the Ring Part Two. Like oh, the deuce! And uh, <laughs> I, as as we've discussed uh, ad nauseum on this show know nothing about wrestling except for that sting when he when sting was in wcw he was a badass end of what i know um that's not true and so i've definitely had heard of chris benoit before watching this documentary i did not know that this docu docu series i need to call it that that's true uh i did not know this docu series was going to end with him having killed his wife and youngest son and himself. Uh-huh. So I realized that to, to you two wrestling uh, veterans and connoisseurs, this is not new news, but holy shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. Huh? That's like... To watch an entire – I mean it ends up being – I think it was like two 40-minute episodes. So it's like you're watching this and you watch all of these like what I call – what I would refer to as men. Like these are former wrestlers, big buff dudes. Like wrestle with the emotion of knowing how much they loved and cared about Chris Benoit and then immediately having to like – contrast that to how it all ended and be like i mean he's good but bad but so bad that he was great in the worst best possible bad way that's ever been great and you're like holy shit that was crazy that was good and i can only imagine this happened to like this had to have happened in like real time to you guys yeah Mm -hmm. like one day you sit down to watch fucking monday night raw and chris benoit's kicking ass and the next week 
his family's dead. What? Well, here's here's the other messed up part about that that I, I don't recall if they got into with the Dark Side of the Ring. And by the way, those guys are, are really, really good with that. Um, one thing, though, that I, I do want to contend with, um, there's there's a spot where they say you know, Kevin Sullivan could not be, you know, did not comment on this. Um According, he, he actually went on the record later that week on the Jim, one of the Jim Cornette's podcasts. Uh, the reason mm-hmm. why he did not do the Vice documentary was because he did not get permission from Nancy's family. He like to this point, he has remained silent, and with mm. and he did not oh. want to go on the record and dig up old bones with the with her family without their permission. Mm-hmm. And so the ti- like it came time to film. And it came time to interview, and they called him, and he didn't have permission, and he didn't want to do it without permission. Couldn't call. He called. He tr- he reached out. Like <laughs> oh. he, I mean, he. I mean. <laughs> I mean, he tried. He did what he could. But they just they didn't give it to him. You can only leave voicemails if people don't answer the phone. You know what I mean? I don't I, even yeah. have my voicemail set up. Yeah, me either. Is <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I just so, like. Yeah. Oh, anyway, oh, so I'm I, sorry, I forgot, I, oh. I got I got sidetracked there. Um, the other thing that was messed up is uh, this happened, I believe, on like a Sunday when uh, when the suicide homicide happened. And so, it happened over a whole weekend, basically, because they yeah. had they had the 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 one son's birthday party on Friday, Saturday he killed Nancy and the kid, and then Sunday killed himself. That's right. And didn't show up for a pay per view, I think, That's or a house show. Yeah. And then, yeah. then Monday they're like, "Oh shit, he died." And then Tuesday they find out, "Oh fuck, he didn't just die; he killed his whole family." So, in the- and we just did like a whole episode, a three-hour raw. We were like, "Chris Benoit, you're the greatest." Uh. That's exactly where and I'm going with this. Fucking yeah, hate it. They did this. Huge episode dedicated to Chris Benoit, where everyone got yeah. on and talked about how much they loved him and how much they missed him, and like how great he was and all this stuff. And then it comes out like less than 24 hours later that he did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember watching that and and that because it was when they were doing Raw on Monday and SmackDown on Tuesday, I think it was, or at least recording it on Tuesday. Right. Um. So it was like basically. Boom, boom. And they're like, we are never mentioning that guy ever again. And it was just like, whoa. It wow. was just, it was intense. And I mean, I even was... from far away, it was crazy. Like, his son Watching, wants to wrestle uh... as, uh, Chris Benoit Jr., but he'll never, he'll never get in the WWE wrestling as Chris Benoit Jr. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I think he's going to have a hard time getting in WWE anyway. Yeah, for real. Especially because he looks I mean, just like Chris, right? Like he's he's so much like his dad. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. I don't want to say cool or good, just interesting that uh, Chris Jericho, I guess, opted out of the tribute episode. Just didn't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then listening to, I think his name's Jim Ross. Yes. Listening to him on the docuseries talk about, like, he's the voice of the docuseries that is just blatantly comes out and it's just like, we made a terrible mistake. It was the biggest, it was the biggest mistake that WWE's ever made. 
We thought we had the information. We absolutely didn't have the information like to, to act as quickly as we did. We thought we were doing the right thing. It wasn't, I feel terrible. Like it shouldn't have happened. Blah, blah, blah. At one point he gets asked, like, do you think Chris Benoit's work as a wrestler like deserves a shot, you know, deserves to be inducted into the hall of fame. And he's like, absolutely not. Like wrestling is about more than what happens in the ring. It's about these people as people, like you get to know them outside of the ring and it absolutely factors in and he cannot be in the hall of fame. Like, no, 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 no. Everybody else in the docuseries is, as I alluded to earlier, like wrestling with the, it was so good to work with Chris and know him that for it to end this way is such a shock, right? It's that, that classic, um, like, I couldn't imagine him doing this ever, right? Daniel Tosh jokes about how he would never say that. I, my mom could kill somebody. I'd be like, eh, I could see it happen. Like, <laughs> but all of them in the docuseries are just like, we, there was no way anyone could have predicted this. This is the most, this is the craziest thing ever. And Jim Ross is like, regardless of any of that, I don't care. It was a terrible mistake. Shouldn't have done it. I wish it would have never happened. Well, I, You're like, fuck. I, I rip on Jim Ross a lot. He has his own podcast with Conrad Thompson. He's one of the, the CTE guys, Conrad Thompson Enterprises. Uh, but he, he has his own podcast, and you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, he was Vince McMahon's right-hand man for a long time. Um, he just released a book that just came out that's apparently really, really good. Um, and talks a lot about that relationship as being Vince McMahon's number two, essentially. Um, the good and the bad of it. And since he works now with AEW and not WWE, WWE for uh, Chris Jericho, uh, <laughs> he can say, you know, he kind of says what he wants. And if you listen right. to his podcast, he kind of takes that a little far. Um, sometimes he, he kind of, you feel like he's in character a little bit. Like, I, I don't know what to say, Conrad. God, her. her. You know, but <laughs> so, but for the most part, he's like, you know, he'll he calls it like he sees it. Um, you know, if something if something's you know bullshit, he says, you know, that was stupid. We shouldn't have done that. And I think that's yeah. what we saw a lot there on on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. But you mentioned something else that I want to get back to with this. Uh, you, you mentioned Eddie Guerrero's death. And, and you realize yeah. even outside as a as not a wrestling fan how impactful his death was on Benoit before all of this. Yeah, like the the way everybody who was interviewed talked about finding out about Eddie Guerrero's death made me realize that I don't care enough about my friends. Um, because I just I, like it was every single one of them had an absolute emotional breakdown, right? Like, it was just, you know, I think it was uh, Chris Jericho talks about how he cried for like two days straight. Uh, obviously, Chris Benoit never recovered from the death of Eddie Guerrero, as as you guys know. Like, he's he turned it on in the ring and then just spent the rest of his, his existence from that point forward just like crying and being emotionally unavailable to everyone. And then... But like Chavo, I think is the guy's name. Chavo yeah, yeah. He talks about how he broke down and didn't know what to do, well, he's, he's right? Because he was the one that, yeah, he's the one that found him in the hotel or whatever, and like all of, they just all broke down, and like it wasn't even like meant 
to be necessarily like a joke. I had to make a joke out of it watching the docuseries because it seems so serious. But like I, I can't imagine like feeling that way about like not a family member. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Le- like legitimately, if I got a phone call and found out that either of you guys died, I'd be super sad. Right. But like maybe part of it would be like my assumption is my friends would want me to like, you know, carry on, have a have the, the memorial, do the stuff. But like ultimately life goes on and every single one of these wrestlers were like, no, life completely stopped for like 72 hours minimum. And I didn't know what to do. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy to me that the like I, I don't know. I, I never realized that like the the bond, I guess, that that the business brings out in people. Right. Isn't that what you guys call it? The business. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's I just don't see it like there's a level of closeness that's hard to explain, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just they're so they become each other's family in a way. And it's it's more like if if Bailey died and. And you had to deal with that, like where you guys live together, you're around each other all the time. I mean, you grew fuck up together. Bales, but I see your well, point. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back LOL. to something real quick. <laughs> um, I'm. I think when Chris Jericho was asked if he wanted to be on their say something on the the memorial or whatever for Benoit, I'm pretty sure he was still working with WCW. So I think that probably played into it. I don't think he was in WWE yet. Jericho came over in 98. Yeah, Robin. How do you not know that 98? Come on, bro. I don't know. No, he didn't come over until 2000 because he was Y2J. Well, in any event, the murder suicide that was when he first in, showed up. happened in 2007, well after the death of WCW, so, so to speak. Maybe he was back in WCW. You can't be back in something that doesn't exist. You can, yeah. You can, you can back it up all day. Back it up. Like juvenile. This isn't TikTok. Only, this isn't TikTok. People would have back it up. Was ECW Speaking of, I'm going to look at some of them hey, chicks hey, dancing. Hey, What? Get back, back of the show. I'm backing it up. Back, back, back it up. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to this shit. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't. Where? Where do these <laughs> girls come from? They're mamas. Hey, good point. And I will allow it. Dude, <laughs> They're mamas. Dude, I continue <laughs> to, to have oh. the absolute worst luck purchasing things from people. Oh, my God, you do. Like, I... I do not understand. The streak. The streak con- continues. continues. So, <laughs> Robin sends. Tell us, Jay. Robin. Well, <laughs> Robin sends me a, a message, uh, and, and he's like, "Hey, check this eBay shit out." And it's one of the salute to to state jerseys, the green ones with the like the hoodies that yeah. Alex and I have exactly. Yeah. Only it's the jersey, which is my deal because I'm the jersey guy. You guys are hoodie guys. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so fucking Jersey guys, am I right? Hey, easy. Fucking Jersey fucking guys. Jersey hey. Guys. Hey, and fucking Jersey guys. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> fucking Jersey guys. Lowercase J, so they don't understand. <laughs> 
so I I see it, and it's it's a little little rich for my blood. The stimulus check had little little expensive. Yeah, the stimulus but, check yeah. hadn't come through yet, and so I was like, ah, you know, that's cool. I have a lot of duck jerseys. What's another one? You know, especially at that price, that's cool. I'm gonna let it slide though. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the auction co- the auction comes, the auction goes, seasons change, and so do I. Time passes by. <laughs> and we need not wonder why. And a couple days later, I get a notification that says, "Hey, he has offered this for thirty-five dollars instead of fifty-five dollars." Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And I message oh, Robin. I'm gonna say, "Hey, Robin, you let me know about this first. I know that when you put on a hoodie, if you were to put a jersey over it, you would need an XL. Since you turned me onto this, I'm gonna see." let you have first first crack and robin says nah man that's all you and so i'm like i'm all <laughs> over this but a boom hit the button pay him, pay the guy the next morning yeah. 35 dollars make you holla send me that shit a week goes by nothing happening meanwhile spider exactly the same <laughs> i send the dude an email hey man I understand that we're not in normal times, but I would just appreciate an update. Just let me know what's going on, when you plan to Mm -hmm. send this, and what's happening. Have a nice day. Bingo. Couple days pass, and and I sent this on on a Friday, so I understand that by sending something on Friday, that means I need to have a little bit of grace... You can't send shit on Sunday. You probably Mm -hmm. can't even send anything on Saturday. I haven't tried to go to the post office, so yeah. Uh Uh So Uh I'm trying to have I'm trying to have some grace here. But once we get to Monday around noon, I know you've had an opportunity to check the two emails I've sent at this point. (laughs) And now we're looking at ten days. We're now three days beyond the outside. The outside of the mm-hmm. delivery window, and it has not yet been shipped. Yep. So I send the guy another email. I am doing everything I can. A third I email. I am doing everything I can to be cool. Three. And I say, look, man, send the jersey. If I don't hear from you by five, I'm opening a request. And I'm going to get eBay involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock comes around. I get eBay involved. Nice. <laughs> this was Actually. yesterday. Um, and I wake up today not expecting to see anything, any action out of anything. But I do see that as of today, it has finally been shipped. It is finally on the way. I'm sure it's been farted on. <laughs> <laughs> did you get a tracking number? No, he did not provide a tracking number. Because he didn't ship it yet. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the way I see it. I buy a lot of stuff on Same. eBay. Exactly. Usually, I I I don't get hosed over. Um, that headset that I bought that I tried to use and you guys can't hear me on. I feel like that's one that got me. But for the most part, eBay is usually pretty good about stuff. And uh, I just man, the luck Jake has had with buying things. I'm like, dude. Why you? Why is it always you? Yeah, like recently, it's it has not been has not been easy. 
Like, I don't know. Remember that? Wasn't there a jersey last year when I was in Vegas? Yes. Oh, my God. There was a uh, a Penny Hardaway jersey. Uh, yeah. An Orlando Magic Penny Hardaway jersey that a guy was selling for 25 bucks. And Robin's like, dude, here's 25 bucks. Because uh, I was like, oh, I hope this is – it was just like Wednesday. And I'm like, hey, I hope – Hope this is our Friday because I'm gonna get this thing. He's like, dude, here's 25 bucks. Get it right now, right now. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. So I message the guy and I'm like, hey, I'm down to buy this jersey. He's like, okay, cool. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll meet up. So I, the next day, I send him a message and he's like, oh yeah, I sold it to someone else. <laughs> like what the fuck? Uh, yeah. And so that happened. The tires. This one, like this struggle, like. I've had a couple things that are just they're just held up in shipping, and I know part of that's the the coronavirus, but part of it is laziness, and like, I I know I'm not the most punctual person when it comes to mailing things. I'll call myself out in this podcast, but you know, if someone has given you fifty dollars to mail them something, m- mail mm-hmm. it to them. Like honestly, I I used to sell stuff on eBay all the time, and the thing that I hated the most was the mailing process until I bought myself a scale and then got printable labels. And once you do that stuff, you know, then it becomes easy. You know, you just go down to the post office. You don't have to deal with anybody. You drop the package off yeah. and you're out. That's the way my dad is. He and, just shows up and like, they see him and he just put like, they, he puts the mail like bucket thing on the counter and then he grabs an empty one and leaves. There you go. So I want to, I want to, hard transition to the low point of my week. Oh, okay. Real low. Real, real low. Like, this is... This was tough. I'm watching Netflix. So, wait, was my story having, not interesting enough for you? Uh, <laughs> it... it mm, I'm gonna see... We'll see how you guys react to this. Alright. We also have... Watch, I also have something I expect out of you in this episode. We'll get to it after this. I... I'm watching Netflix, having a good time, right? As we all are in this, in the midst of a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we're all familiar, whether, regardless of what, how we feel about his comedy, we're all familiar with who Burt Kreischer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just recently released a new uh, stand up special on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Hey Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching the trailer, right? Netflix, when you scroll past things, it starts a little thing. And he's doing I mean, I turn that a little off. joke. Like, and... It doesn't do that for me anymore. I... Can you turn that yes, off? Can. Yeah. It's in the settings. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I found... anyway. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so it's, it's, showing the little, it's showing the little trailer. No big deal. I, I stop. I pause, right? Uh, Bales and I are talking about Burt Kreischer and stuff for a second. And uh, post-Pre Malone, kind of... <laughs> gives me the the shoulder nudge. Hey, hey, and I'm like, what? Yo, what's up? Right? What, what, <laughs> what do you need? And she goes, and now nah, I'm not gonna say it. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, well, I'm like, what is it? She goes, <laughs> underneath underneath your belly, you've got the same V lines as as Bert Kreischer. You guys have the same belly and lines. <laughs> and I was like, what, 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 
What was that? Love of my life? Woman, hold woman up. Who hold I, up. Who I fled <laughs> to spend uh, my forever with? Uh, are you saying that I look just like Burt Kreischer with my shirt off when he subsequently also has his shirt off? She goes, for the no, whole no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Just the lines in the belly. And I was like, cool. Much better. Cool. Thanks. So basically I've res- resorted to um, I, I either need to uh, survive the pandemic and go to a gym for real uh, or – accept my fate and really lean into this Burt Kreischer thing. <laughs> I gonna, like that second one. I'm going to need to like, Do you want to be the fat quit. guy of the crew? Is that what's going on here? I, 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 I might need to, to quit, quit shaving, uh, and, and just, and just start double Tito's and sodaing it up on a regular basis. Uh, I am not shaving or trimming my beard until we are done with quarantine. I I made that decision when I was in Vegas. I just <laughs> I made I made my one shave. I'm I'm going until quarantine ends. Like because yeah. I was I was doing my I think it's awesome. I was doing my I might even dye my hair green. I was doing my my uh, winter grow <laughs> and then winter ended and my hair I had a lot of it so I had to cut it off and activate my superpower. Um, <laughs> as you can see, it looks good. Yeah, I've got the Michael Keaton look going on right now. Yeah, um, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, Batman. <laughs> if you could be anyone, be Batman. But yeah, it's like I'm ready to go. It, like until the end of quarantine, until like we can attend sporting events and and whatnot. Like I I a razor shall not yeah, touch my head. Sports. Although you know I I will be manscaped. <laughs> Why'd you have to say it like that? Because it's I sexy. want to. We, we need oh, to. We need to create. Oh. We need to create a soundbite of some sort of something that says "shameless plug," and right. we need to just like just, just that like, right there. Just throw yeah, that Jay, underneath. Time, time stamp that. Yeah. Let's see like about every every single time that you say manscaping, I just want underneath everything. It's go shameless oh. plug. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to get paid, boys. <laughs> I, did, I didn't say I was hating on the shameless plug. Paid. I just wanted to be pointed out. So, Alex, <laughs> you told me that you had an uh-huh. all-time record-breaking wife burn. Yeah, that was oh, it. I she burned the it. fuck out of I it. Thought... She, she left me a charred steak on the side of the road I you after the barbecue her. fell out of the back of the truck. Oh. No, see, no, no, no. I, no, I no, thought no, that no, was no, like no. a retaliation. Yeah, you I realized that no, you no, laid no. upon her. I realized afterwards, right, I sent the text. I said, it's, a, it's the most savage wife burn ever. And then I realized, oh, hashtag wife burn could be taken in either direction. And so that's why I followed that by saying she left me as a charred steak. Like, I was all ash. Well, see, I was Burned I was driving. All, the way. all I read was charred steak. And I was like, okay, we get it, Alex. You're exaggerating. Yeah, except for I was trying to exaggerate informationally that she burned me hard. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There's nothing, nothing, yeah, there's nothing good about being compared to Burt Kreischer, like, unless, in any way. Says, hey, you're <laughs> as funny as Burt Kreischer. And I'd be like, not Tom Segura? Damn it. 
see, I like I've I've come to the decision that I need to go to a gym, mm. not because of the quarantine, but because I'm no longer lifting a, a literal ton and a half of fruit every day. Like I mm. like I've entered more of an administrative role with my company. You're starting to starting to feel like a uh, six week old banana. Yeah, eh? exactly. I'm starting to to turn to get spotty and kind of <laughs> lean over. I was trying to think about that for a second. I watched it and then it went. Yeah, there it is. It was like it was like watching Robin figure out the dad joke at the start of the episode. Mid Cadbury egg. I've been mugged. Did you see him go? It was like the week the week that the the hello from Robin was delayed because he actually couldn't say hello in that moment. I, I'm proud of that because like I'm sure someone else has said it before me, but I didn't hear them. So like to me that's OC. Right. So like that's I was awesome. actually pretty proud of that joke when I came up with it like three days ago and I like wrote it down in my Samsung notes as fast as I could. It's <laughs> so, like this is how I'm introing myself next kid? week. I like it. That you, mm. hey, you're a dad now. Gotta make the dad jokes. <laughs> uh, hey, so today I learned something. What's that? Um, well, if you go that turn 120 when you miles an hour on a normal, ain't it normal? What? <laughs> no, no, man. No. Anyway, if you go 120 miles an hour on a back road and there's horses next to the road, they will jump and run away when you go by. Oh, wow. And it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was driving or riding from uh, uh I don't know Clark's Branch to Myrtle Creek, which is back road, and uh, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna get on a little bit and just whoa and shift down to fourth gear, and uh, I look down and I'm going 119, and I see these two horses standing right next to the road, like on the other side of a fence still, but I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen here? And as they they like look, they flip their head around real quick, and then they like one of them kicks up its front feet and just takes off. Well, not feet, but hooves, and just woo! It was awesome. It was awesome. Scared the shit out of them horses. Yeah, yesterday I got a new high score. Uh, I was I was riding my bike. Maybe it was two days ago. I went and rode uh, on the freeway because it's been nice out, and uh, I'm going like. Pretty fast, I feel like, like 100, 110, something like that. And I see a, a black SUV kind of creeping up on me. I'm like, Uh-oh. oh, what is going on here? It could be a cop. I'll slow down. So I slowed down. And it's a Californian in an Escalade. And uh, I'm like, oh, this guy wants to get it. All right, let's go. And so we start going. And uh, I let him get a little bit ahead. And then I. Catch up. I passed him at like 135, gave him a thumbs up, let him go by because I knew that there's a speed trap around the corner. And uh, I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to let him go because if, if one of us is getting it, it's not me. Yeah, not it. And, uh, yeah, not it. And uh, uh, he he gets around the corner. I don't see any brake lights. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to catch back up. And I, I fucking hit 145 and I'm just sitting there <laughs> over the bridge. So you get the little level changes. So I'm like, Got my butt off the seat, and man, that was fun. The 145, that's my new high score. The fastest I've been in a vehicle. My my high score is Damn. 103 in the Mazda. Um, the I got up to I got up to 90 on Highway 90, which is kind of cool. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah, there's a like if between Seattle and Bellevue, there's a, a paid paid highway, and I didn't give a shit because the car wasn't going to be mine anymore. It was in my final like <laughs> my my final ride with the car, and I just punched it. And on this w- super wide highway on a soup on an early Sunday morning with like no traffic, I got the, I got my old Mazda up to 90 miles an hour, just like <laughs> through this tunnel, just just t- giving it one nice. last ride. It was it was pretty good. That's awesome. Oh, I also I scared a couple kids <laughs> while I was riding. Um, Did they that jump same like day horses? before the Escalade? Huh? Did they jump like horses? Uh, uh, kind of, but not the same. So, um, I was out towards Days Creek and I saw a couple kids walking that I knew and most, none of the kids from Days Creek, cause I haven't had the bike while I was around them. So none of them know me. So I, I see them and I'm like, Oh, I'll, I'll say hi to them when I come back. And, uh, I saw them coming back in from Days Creek back into Canyonville and I see them walking and I'm like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> and I'm going, I look down and I said, it said 96 and I'm on a corner there on the outside and I just go, whoa, <laughs> and, and I just, I look just enough to see the girl like completely jump out of the way. Like I was going to hit her. I was like, calm down, lady. You're fine. I'm nowhere near was, you. Not even close, but that, I mean, my bike is kind of loud. So dude, speaking of people awesome. like giving you the look that you don't deserve, awesome. I went to buy coffee this morning and this woman like. I, I had the audacity to stand in the same aisle as another woman, and she kept, like, eyeballing me. Every time I looked at a different coffee, she was like, which one is he? He's he's getting too close. He's getting too close. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I'm like, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I don't got it. You don't got it. Or we're both asymptomatic. Shut the fuck up and let me buy coffee, it's, bitch. It's both way more serious and way less serious than we think it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus. Not so serious. Coronavirus! But seriously, pay but attention. Seriously, pay attention. <laughs> well, hey, you know, these people, they could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're checking out all of our social medias. They are on and popping lately, especially since I figured out how to connect Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, genius. Get some. Um, but for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. Podcast. Good night. Good night.